Last week on episode 16 of The Real World, I told you guys that I would try to give you a little something different. Um, This week, I decided to give you a story about myself. Uh, I mentioned that I would have the biggest honor and pleasure of my life if I could somehow flip having a podcast or any of the opportunities that I do into an HBO show. So the plot line based on my HBO show will probably be some stuff that's fictionalized based on my life. Um, I've had some crazy stories that I feel like I could share that I could probably hype up a little bit uh, just to make for good TV. Um, Not saying I'm that dude, but I certainly think that I've had uh, some interesting times. So what I'm entitling this episode is uh, what really happens when you fall in love with two people at once? Interesting concept, right? Um, A lot of times people say maybe it's not possible. What's really going on? How can you love two people all at once? I'm going to break it down and kind of tell you what I feel is my story. I was in a situation where I was in a very successful relationship, had a great girl. Um, All of that seemed to change one day when I was laid off my job. I was living in LA. Uh, Everything's high. Girl was down for the team. She was doing everything that she was supposed to do to help me kind of, you know, stay afloat. Um, She never tripped on anything. Uh, To be totally fair, she was literally always in my corner. Um, It led to a period where I kind of commuted back and forth between Washington, D.C. and L.A. Uh, We had a place together. I never really spent more than three, maybe four days there a month. Um, I would try to stay as long as I could, but certainly uh, I'd I'd always have to come back um, to D.C. to go to work. So I could only do this for so long. I did it for a little over a year. I think our first lease was like 18 months or something. Um, I don't remember. But I say all of that to say, uh, when I moved back to D.C., it definitely changed the nature of our relationship. Now, I wasn't necessarily done with the situation. Um, I really cared about this girl. I wanted her to move. She was a little hesitant for a a few reasons. Um, At the time, it was kind of unbeknownst to myself why she wouldn't want to do that since clearly she cared a lot about me and she saw the sacrifices that I made uh, to stay with her. So, uh, fast forward to... Me meeting a friend of a friend. Um, had the chance to meet a nice young lady out here. We actually had known each other forever. And for whatever reason, we just had chemistry. Like, she would hit me up randomly. Um, at the time, there was this app where everybody was using, or I won't say everybody, but a few people that I knew would use called Foursquare. You're checking in like, hey, I'm at the gym. Hey, I'm at the club. Hey, I'm at the grocery store. And every time I checked in someplace, I'd get a text message from her like, yo, I see you. Um, Clearly, if you're listening to this, you're thinking that she's expressing some type of interest for which, you know, she was. Now, I know what women are thinking while they're listening to this. Man, you're a dirtbag. You got this dope girl that held you down while you lived in L.A. and you moved back home and home being D.C., not my mother's house. But 
you move back home and you can't accurate. Now, granted, that's the thing about this situation. Cheating on somebody doesn't just mean that you're, you're having sex with somebody or something physical. Uh, from an emotional standpoint, I would say I was curious. So when I wasn't with my girlfriend, when she wasn't flying out here to see me um, or me flying out to LA to see her, uh, I was spending time with this other girl. So like all of those nights, she would come over uh, after work. We would kick it, stay up until one, two o'clock at night. She would drive home. It was never physical. Um, We never went there. And it was just a good vibe. Now, I think one of the reasons why in the back of my mind, I never pushed the envelope was because I really did care about this girl in L.A. Uh. I remember it was a specific time when um, my girlfriend came out to visit me and maybe me and the girl who was local had been in it for maybe like a month. So what that meant was my girlfriend's here. I can't talk to you. Like I'm not messing up home. So I remember her... Uh, her being the girl that's here being really upset with me that she didn't talk to me one weekend. And the exact word she used was, you know, this just doesn't sound like you. Like you haven't really responded to me. You didn't pick up my phone calls. I just want to know if everything's good and if you're okay. Now, one of the times that she called, my girl saw this. And Here's where you know you're doing something that you have no business doing and when shit starts to hit the fan. Phone rings, name pops up on my cell phone. We all got like iPhones at this point, I believe. Um, when the name pops up, I ain't answered that shit. I looked at it and sent it to voicemail. My girl's like, why'd you do that? You answer the phone for everybody when you're here. Like, I know you got, you know, uh, girls that you're cool with, that you're friendly. You've always been that person. You're girl crazy. Doesn't mean I think you're doing something. But you always know women. And I'm like, acting weird <laughs> if I keep it real. Like, I love to front and act like I was acting cool and acting like everything was okay. But the truth is, you probably could see that written all over my face. Then comes the questions of like, yo, so who the fuck is that? My girlfriend never curses. She's not the yelling and screaming type. She clearly wasn't happy about that. So... Here's the mark of a liar and probably one who thinks he's better than he is. Um, You tell half truths, right? You don't necessarily come out and say like, yo, some blatant, bold ass lie that you can't defend or that doesn't sound reasonable or, you know, if people are looking at it, nobody believes it. You tell partial truths. So my partial truth was that this was a friend of a friend who had a thing for me. While I certainly had spoken to her, nothing inappropriate had happened, and that's how I kept it. Now, when you hear that, most people are thinking, yo, this is some bullshit. Let's be real. You're a grown-up. I believe at the time I was 30 years old, you probably smashed the girl. And the truth was, nah, I really didn't. Um, that wasn't how we got down, but emotionally I was no longer, 
all the way invested in my girlfriend the way I needed to be. So this is some of the shit that started to sow seeds in my girlfriend's mind for why she probably shouldn't move to D.C. to be with me. At the time, I'm thinking like, yo, it's all her. It's all her. I'm great. I've made these sacrifices. You need to, too. What I'm not smart enough to realize is that I'm the one that's putting all of this into her head to kind of help the situation get worse. So as I see my relationship deteriorating with my girlfriend, of course, it's picking up with my girl that's in in D.C. Now, she always wanted something from me that I couldn't give her um, because she was in situations herself, uh, wasn't in one currently, but she wanted to feel like somebody was down for her. So while we're chilling and doing all of the things we're doing, which is just chilling and spending a lot of time together, everything seemed right. And for the most part, like it felt right, if I'm just real. The problem with all of that and where things go wrong, I'm now living a double life. I'm clearly not being fair to two different people. I'm excluding parts of my life from one person and not telling the other person the entire truth. So when my girlfriend is calling me at night to want to talk to me just to kind of decompress about her day, maybe I'm not available at the time she's calling me. Like, she'll call me at 9 her time. It's 12 o'clock my time. Like, yo, I'm asleep right now. Now, I might be asleep, but that's because I didn't, like, you know, kicked it with the shorty that's local for a while. I'm tired. Real ninja stuff. Yeah, RNS. Try not to curse today. Um, so when you take that into consideration, uh, I'm now sowing these seeds of distrust a lot with my girlfriend. I remember that I was supposed to go and visit her for Thanksgiving. I planned on going out for, I believe, was like about 10 days. Um, we'd been through a lot of rocky shit, basically, because of the way that I was acting and how weird I was towards her. And I'll never forget this. Um, I called her and was like, hey, like, you know, I got, a, I got a trip. I'll be there for like 10 days. I can't wait to see you. It'll be great. I could spend time with you and the family. I know that the way we, you know, our thing that we get down is we alternate holidays. I will be with you, with your family for Thanksgiving. Uh, I believe the year before it was my turn to be with my family, but we did that. So she's like, we've been fighting a lot. I don't know if I want you to come for 10 days. I need to think about it. So when she thinks about it and calls me back the next day, it was just like, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea for you to come for a whole week, uh, 10 days, I believe. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, we live together. Like, what do you mean I can't come? It's just like, you know, like, I'm not really feeling you right now. In my mind, I don't get it. I'm all the way pissed off. So I'm like, word, okay. Now pride is kicking in. This is a woman that I swear that I love. Pride kicks in and everything else. It's like, all right, cool. A day later, we break up. Maybe a day or two at most. It's a few years ago, so I can't remember exactly the way the days played out. But what I can tell you is I gave myself no break. So while I was going downhill with one person, I was clearly on the upswing with another. So now that I'm a free agent, oh, it's on and popping. Like, you know, me and Shorty, we doing whatever we want to do. It's great. 
I don't think she left my house the first week that we really started uh, dating seriously, I'll say. And while that felt great, there was still this unfinished business that I had that was in Cali. Now, the truth of the matter is, is that from the moment that she told me, my ex told me like, hey, I don't want you to come and visit for 10 days. See if you can shorten your trip. I've never been back to L.A. since. Apologies for like the one time I went for work for a couple of days, got the chance to ball and go to Toxic. Um, And then the few layovers I've had for other work purposes. But for a personal reason, I've not been back. This happened in 2012. Clearly to me, I feel like that's a real issue. (laughs) It was a real event in my life. Um, So I'm stuck between basically what I consider a rock and a hard place. I have this one woman who I love dearly that lives in LA that I can't figure out how I'm fucking it up. And I think it's all her. And then I have this other situation with this girl that's in D.C., that while she's not the LA girl, she's a dope woman. I'm enjoying everything that we're doing, spending every day with her. From the, we would, I don't know, uh, get up on Saturdays. I'm going to hoop. She would go to the gym with me. We'd find some place to go to lunch on Saturdays. We'd kick it like there. She basically would pack like the biggest suitcase ever to come and spend the night at my house every weekend. That's how we rolled. Like Shorty was doing her nails on, on my floor while we're watching TV. Real Netflix and chill. And I didn't care. But here's the thing. Eventually, she wants more too. So now I'm in a situation where I got two people who want more than what I'm able to give out of a situation. I'm not giving my ex more because I'm supposed to be mad at her and I have these like thoughts and ideas And my ego's getting in the way. I have this woman in D.C. who's down for me, who wants somebody to show her that they love her. But my thing is like, well, I just got out of something. And even though I stepped into this and I like you, I'm not ready to move that far because I'm not over this yet. Here's the bigger problem. I was never able to effectively communicate that part to her. biggest reason why most relationships stop working is because people don't talk so because I wasn't able to talk to the shorty that I had locally guess what she started to now feel like I didn't like her the way that she needed me to love her I won't even say like love her I sowed those like those same like bad feelings into somebody else that my girlfriend gave to me even though eventually I figured out it was all my fault from the beginning So here's where we stand in this story. I got one person who I want more from that I'm not getting through fault on both of our sides. And then I have another person who I'm not giving them enough of what they need from me who now feels somewhat resentful because I'm not doing my part for her. So basically, I'm screwing up two situations. There are two different women that are going to now feel some kind of way. I've essentially turned myself into like a freaking um, sad love song that somebody's going to sing about. This sounds like a, tor- like a Tony Braxton single from like the 90s. 
Never just, I never thought that I would be that dude that's doing something stupid like that. So I'm in between two women. I'm lying. I'm still not trying to let either one go. And this is where I stand. Now, the truth of the matter is, is that while I say I loved both of these women, here's the real thing. I just loved myself. This wasn't a situation that was about the women. It was always about me. I'm an only child. I want what I want. My happiness is everything. That doesn't mean that I want to see somebody do badly or I want to hurt somebody's feelings because I'm not that guy. But I certainly was selfish enough to not really care about the people that I could potentially hurt by my own actions. So because of that, it helped me draw a few conclusions. One, you can't love two people at the same time. Because the truth is, you put yourself above both of those people so you only love you. Love is sacrifice. Love is giving yourself. You can't give yourself when all you're thinking about is yourself. Point two, a lot of times we want to blame people for not doing the things that we want and we're unwilling to see the things that we've done to cause the, the whole situation to go left. If I would have thought about how my girlfriend saw like, you know, the girl's name come on my cell phone and stop believing in me the same way she used to. If I would have thought about, you know, how I made her feel not being available when she needed me to be available. If the girl that was local in D.C. would have gotten all of me instead of parts of me that I wanted to give her because I wasn't fully willing to commit, maybe that situation would have turned out differently, too. Moral of the story is, and here's the real crazy part, because I was unwilling to give the girl locally what she want. She just went back to her ex. Same thing I probably should have done. I probably should have never have left my situation and worked that out until it was out of my system, but I was being dumb and not necessarily trying to close one thing before I started another. So I started out telling you the story about having two great women, ended this story with zero. So because I feel like that's going to be one of my plot lines um, for the first season of my TV show that's yet to be named, shout out to HBO. My plan is to get this like story out there. Um, I think this would be something that's interesting for people to kind of listen to. This isn't a typical episode that I have. I talked, I guess, the entire time myself. It's not going to be 40 minutes, which is what I try to normally get these down to. But I just hope that, you know, the trials and tribulations that I've had can kind of help somebody else um, figure things out, do things differently. A friend of mine recently told me, you don't want to be an old fool. Learn your lessons early, move on. We're all supposed to learn and grow. This has been another episode of The Real World. Thank you for listening. Please check us out on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're even on the web now. Check me out at www.therealworld.com. Have a good evening, everybody. Peace.